You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. It's time for our executive update, our executive lounge rather. And our executive this week is an economist who lives and breathes and sleeps all things South African economy and the global economy. Uh, He has worked at the IMF, at the National Treasury, and was recently appointed as the first black chief economist at Rand Merchant Bank, where he's also the head of research at the bank. As I'm saying, I was supposed to join me in studio, but couldn't make it because he's just gotten out of a meeting because he works that hard. As I, good evening. Good evening, Fifi. Good evening to, to your listeners and glad to be chatting with you this evening. Yes. And apologies, I could not be in studio. <laughs> forgiven. Uh, forgiven. I mean, because I mean, work is work and it uh, does come first. But thanks so much for making the time to speak with us nonetheless. So, so I mean, we're talking about where you are right now in life and uh, just reflecting on the recent appointment um, as a, a chief economist, the first chief economist, uh, first black chief economist at Rand Merchant Bank, and you're also heading up the research over there. So that's where you are right now. But I mean, I'm reminded by the um, the song of a, a lyrical poet, a Drake, uh, that goes that started from the bottom and now we're here. And so, <laughs> and so, I want to know, I want to know uh, where your bottom was. What did that look like? Look, um, speaking about it always makes me very emotional. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, a, a, a young man from the hood, from the township, went to high school in Soweto, public school, essentially where you were taught higher grade mathematics by teachers that never really had the competency to, to teach the curriculum. But because of the the help of corporates that understood that education is the key to actually unlocking potential in young people in such a way that they can contribute into the South African economy in a meaningful way, but also change their own and their own families' backgrounds. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to participate in a program called PROMETS, that is best. That was best then, only in Dobsonville, at Macquarie my hometown. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. So out of that help, I was I managed to be able to 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 produce good results in metric, and uh, went on to university to study economics and econometrics, and ultimately ended up in the in the economic space in the private sector, and in the public sector. Uh, but mine, I think, is really a standard story of it of a young South African uh, who would not have an opportunity to make it in the South African economy without the assistance uh, of, of, of corporates and individuals that had a vision and care to unleash potential in young people. I think that uh, your story is uh, perhaps maybe um the exception as in your career outcome is is the exception because what we find is a lot of people who came from your background didn't uh, manage to reach the heights that you've reached today and uh, I, I know you personally so I know that you're not done. So, so my question is, I mean, at what point did you choose to not use your background as an excuse to not get ahead in life? Look, I think that that 
point came when uh, mom passed and I understood then that there was no other support structure that I could bank on. And the only way that I could really, uh, you know, change life was through education. So everything else, you know, around me uh, became immaterial uh, to such an extent that even applying for university itself, I didn't even uh, do that on time with the forecast to say, let me produce metric results that will make anybody that comes across them to pay for my university fees. And, and, and that, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, came to fruition uh, because when, when I finished metric, I passed with all A's, all higher grades, you know, science, science subjects. Uh, and, and ultimately, I went to, to, to uh, Investec, Mr. Setlokane Manchidi, who is the head of CSI at Investec, saw my results, uh, you know, through the PROMES program, Mr. Tumelo uh, Mabitzela, uh, 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 took me there. And he had to say, look, we have, already, we have already interviewed all the candidates. We have already selected. But for you, I will make an ex- exception because the results are so good. But he had to call even Stephen Kosef to say, can we make an exception for this guy? And that exception was made. Even universities had already closed, uh, which means they had to make calls to UJ. And went to UJ, the dean, Professor Amanda Dempsey then, also had to make an exception because <laughs> they had already closed in terms of the registration. And and so began the story that ended up where we are today. But because I, I dedicated myself at least to do my part and believed that if I do my part well enough, there will be good South Africans that will uh, see it fit to, 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 to give a helping hand and do their part. And so they came to the party and they did their part and today me and you are talking in in this platform yes and i want to draw a takeaway from your uh story of being a an exception it seems on on many fronts um that that i think the message that you uh, were trying to deliver was that it's 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 very important to 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 do your best do the hard work put in the hours but also, if you can, apply on time, because I think it's not everyone who will be as lucky as you are <laughs> to be That's made an true. exception to the rule. That's very true. Look, these were uh, circumstances back then in 2005 when I finished my metric. But today, information is readily available. Smartphones are, you know, a common feature in, in many, many households. But even in, in uh, outlying uh, schools, there are programs that try to reach out. So information is much more readily available than it was then. So, of course, applying on time is one of those that we need to actually do. Okay, so on the uh, 14th of January, you took your... Uh, or you announced that uh, 37 years ago, you took your first breath on Earth. So that was your birthday, you turned 37. And the reason why I'm highlighting your age is that you're, you're relatively young, okay? Maybe according, not according to ANC standards, you no longer form part of the youth. <laughs> but you are still relatively a young man who's achieved quite a lot for his age. And you've done it with a lot of hard work because this comes out quite strongly in your story. And hard work in a time where we get told as young people 
that it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. So what do you think about that in terms of career success, that it's not about how much work you put in necessarily, it's about your connections? Do you think there's still truth in that? Do you think it's a combination of the two? What's your take? Look, my experience has always been a combination of the two. Uh, if, if you read a lot of the psychology books, they will tell you that you create your own luck, you create your own networks. Uh, in, 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 in how dedicated you are in a particular space. Uh, I think one of the books that I read spoke of, you know, uh, four lacks. One is, uh, you know, collision, where you are in the right space at the right time, you meet the right people, and then you end up in a better space. The other one is uh, essentially one that you, of, of awareness, you are aware of the coming trends, and therefore you try to do the right things that position you for that, for that uh, you know, for that for that uh, you know opportunities to come. And 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 the one is really primitive. You are born in the right family with the right background in the right city with the right opportunities, and therefore you simply um, you know just just collide with uh, with uh, with opportunities. And and the last one really is you 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 invest the time in your craft such that it becomes impossible for anybody that is looking for a, an individual within that space to ignore you, uh, you know. So so those are the four. You 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 have to essentially look at which one is going to work for you. The natural one. I wasn't born in the U.S. where it's potentially uh, you know much easier than here. Uh, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my, you know, in my in my mouth, so I can't I can't use that. So I have to 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 bank on being on the right space at the right time, but I also have to bank on um, perfecting my craft. So I invest the time to actually understand how the economy works, how does it affect business, how markets works, you know, how how to to actually take opportunities on them, such that when conversations about the economy and markets come. Uh, in, in, in most likelihood, I made the table, also putting an input into that. Um, and, and that takes hard work. It takes sleepless hours. Uh, you know, the most important or the most successful entrepreneurs don't sleep. Uh, you know, we see it with Elon Musk. We see it with the, uh, the likes of uh, Adrian Go. They, they, they worked a lot to, to get where they are. So I think we have to emulate that and say we invest the time to learn the craft that we need uh, in, in this economy. And wherever there is a need for a particular craft, whoever works in it will likely uh, make it uh, a success uh, in that space. Okay. So again, just for clarity, in case someone is hanging on to every word and a young person who has admired your uh, career and what you've been able to achieve, now all of a sudden stops sleeping which will not be the healthiest thing for that person to do. When, when you say don't sleep, I'm, you're, you're talking about what? Uh, how many hours of sleep are you, are you, is, do you sleep? Look, you do sleep. Health, uh, you know, a healthy living in, involves sleeping adequate amount of time. This is what my uncle Simon told me when I was doing high school. He said, you sleep the day you wake up. That's the only way you are going to have the time to produce the results that are necessary for you to do well. And that meant if I'm going to wake up today, I sleep after 12 a.m. Uh, and, 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 and I took that literally to heart uh, ever since then. But obviously, 
you you need to have adequate sleep but in essence it just means invest all the time you can in making yourself better as a person uh, and and you 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 get time to do pleasure and uh, you know once you are in a place where you can you know afford you actually can even enjoy better than when you are not in a position to afford okay so eventually you get to a stage where even if you're working hard you'll be able to play a little hard as well as a real Absolutely. quick <laughs> real quick so very very humble beginnings um became this A-star student at school, notwithstanding the difficulties. You've done really well in your career, but has it been all A's in your career all the way, or has there been failures, and how have you bounced back from that? There have been always, you know, many failures, but the failures happens in my own private space because I try so many things before I go try out, you know, things out there but there have been a lot more failures that are just not visible. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to be an A-star, never fail anything. But the trick for me is I try so many times alone before I go and try out in a public space. And, and that, that has worked well because in a public space, something comes, I've already seen it when I was alone, and this is how I thought about responding to it. So it becomes an easier solve because you are seeing it for the second time. So there's nothing that can substitute practice, practice and practice. Because as a, you know, a one basketball player that is now late, uh, you know, said, I have practiced so many times. What's one more time? Sure, sure. Isaiah, um, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks so much for uh, sharing your career journey with us. Isaiah Mhlanga, Chief Economist and Head of Research at uh, our Iran Merchant Bank. And I'll uh, share a private detail with you when he talks about practicing. Um, one person that he admires in terms of their practice and their preparedness for anything they show up to is Beyonce. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.